0: Today, we meet the family passionate about competitive outrigger canoeing, the boats used to travel the Pacific Ocean over the last 4,000 years. We'll visit Sam and Raniere's home to learn what the future of the Vodafone Cook Islands and SES partnership will mean to their family, both in the Cook Islands and those back home in New Zealand. (laughs) Welcome to Satellite Stories. I'm your host, Christina Smithmeyer. So, what is it like to live on a remote island in the Pacific Ocean? What do you do for work? And how do you stay in touch with your family and friends thousands of miles away? These are some of the questions we wanted to explore as we connected with the very people we hope will benefit from the upgrade of our existing Mio Constellation O3B to O3B Empower. Back in June, my team and I spent two weeks traveling the Cook Islands, meeting engineers, sales teams, government ministers, teachers, journalists, hoteliers, and many, many more. It was an absolute privilege. But something that came up again and again was the growing concern about retaining young people and their families across the island community. You see, attracting tourists is one thing, but retaining people who live and contribute to the community permanently, well, it's another. So we decided to explore this topic a little further in the final episode of our Cook Island series. Our inquiries led us to Sam and Raniera, a young family originally from New Zealand. Their jobs and lives rely upon solid connectivity. Even the fundraising they do for their hobbies, competitive boat racing, that needs social media to help spread the word. So let's find out more about how they live, what they do, and why better connectivity is so important, even when you're living in paradise.
1: Kia ora, na, I'm Sam.
2: And I'm Raniere, and we got three kids, Kahana, Miriamuia, and Nikru, and we're living in the Cook Islands. What
1: brought us to the Cook Islands in the first place was uh, both of our parents got contracts working for the Ministry of Education, so we flew here on the same plane on the nineteenth of January, two thousand and three.
0: So, what do you guys do for a living? Can you tell me a bit about that?
1: What I do for a living is I work for a New Zealand organisation now, um, it's called Volunteer Service Abroad um, and I'm the country programme coordinator so I just coordinate all of the things that need to happen like accommodation and bills and things like that and um, have meetings with the volunteers and the partner organisations. and just organise everything that needs to happen for our volunteers to come on island and then get into our community. Um, yeah, that's what I do. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I'm a tattoo artist and I also do graphic design and the occasional carving, yeah, mostly shell carving.
0: You're an artist.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm an artist on the island.
0: Can you guys tell me about how you use the internet today um, on a regular basis, be that for your work or after work when you're hanging out with the kids?
1: So for me, I use the uh, internet for work, um, mostly for emailing and uh, Zoom calls. Because it's a New Zealand organisation, we have our staff, our staff meetings on Zoom calls. Um, uh, yeah, emailing, organising, uh, meetings with volunteers on WhatsApp and things like that on my phone.
2: Yeah, I use the internet in a similar way, so I'd be messaging clients, looking up references for either tattoo designs or um, any kind of graphic work that's happening. It would just be emailing concepts to people and using Google Drive as well to upload files, uh, higher resolution files for them clients to download on, the, on their side.
1: We use the internet for personal use as well, watching um, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube, Lots <laughs> of learning on
2: YouTube, yeah. Netflix, Disney Plus is cool.
1: Yeah, our kids um, are really into YouTube, and uh, our baby uses uh, YouTube for kids. Yeah. Uh, so it's I guess it's uh, more appropriate for her age, which is good. But our big kids are into Netflix and yeah. YouTube as well. They also <laughs> use
2: it for their learning, so we've got them signed up for a thing called Khan Academy Kids, which is quite cool.
0: How challenging do you think things would be if you didn't have reliable and affordable internet connectivity here at home? Do you think you'd still be doing the same thing?
1: <laughs> nah, no, so if we didn't have a, a good a connection for internet, then I, I think we, we probably wouldn't be able to work as much from home as we do. Um, I know that if, I, if one of the kids are sick, or something like that, we need to stay home, we can still work from home because we have the access, um, but otherwise we'd probably find a, a spot in town or like the the hub, uh, in town, the business hub, we could probably work from there, but it just defini- it definitely helps us.
2: It gives us more freedom. Yeah,
1: with um, being able to work wherever, wherever we can get a connection.
0: Can you guys tell me a bit about your hobby outside of work. I mean, I know you, you're an artist and, and that, but um, there is something that you guys share with regards to hobbies, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. So one of our, our mutual hobbies is oivaka, um, or auriga kanui. Yeah, we've both just recently been selected to represent the Cook Islands for the upcoming IVF World Long Distance Champs. Um, and that's going to be held in Samoa and um, we're actually doing a fundraiser today at the movies so yeah it keeps us busy and our um, eldest daughter has just started to paddle as well this year and she's really enjoying it so it's quite cool to see um, and I was her age when I started paddling as well so yeah
0: Tonight you guys are hosting a fundraiser, right? What is what is that for and how are you using, are you using the internet to promote it? What's going on there?
1: So yeah, we have a fundraiser tonight. Um, it's a movie premiere for the new Transformers movie. We've um, had to sell 200 tickets uh, and there's a little crew of us from the Opens team that is uh, mm. going to we've all worked together to kind of create this, uh, make it happen. Um, We're selling food and baking and things like that so yeah I've been baking a lot of things (laughs) this morning uh, and yeah we're getting that all sorted to take and sell hopefully or sell out everything
0: yeah. And where would people have read about these yummy cookies and stuff that you're going to be bringing to the Uh, fundraiser? So
1: we have a Islands Canoeing Association page on facebook and they've been doing most of our um, advertising if you want to put it up like that Uh, but they've they've put up a post saying that to come get your dinner from us and um, some dessert as well for for the baking Uh, so yeah it's on facebook One of the major things that internet has brought to our family, and I I guess a lot of families all over the world, especially during COVID, was um, allowing us to be able to communicate with loved ones. I've got a brother in New Zealand, Vanita's got a brother and a sister in New Zealand, and we've got um, lots of family overseas. So we Mm. use the internet to communicate daily.
2: Yeah, the internet has definitely helped helped our kids to stay connected with family overseas, and, uh, which is really important to us. Mm. You don't end up losing those relationships with cousins that you haven't seen in ten years and mm. so that's really cool. I think in ten years time the internet's going to create jobs that we can't even think of today. I think that's really cool that our kids are going to be able to experience those things because of it, especially coming from a small place. It opens up so many doors and what's possible. Yeah.
1: I think that it is a different kind of connection now mm. with the internet um, in regards to us having contact with family. Mm. I know that as, as kids we didn't have access to internet that often, but mm. I still felt that I was connected to my family but definitely like through FaceTime or mm-hmm. um, Skype or messenger snapchat. call and like we have just so much more opportunity to <laughs> kind of have those real meaningful more meaningful conversations I guess um, yeah and then you know those um, what are they co- what are they called they're like the they change your face into different things on like the, snapchat on, yeah like snapchat and things like that you know so my brother could like engage with with our kids through that because when they were a younger age and weren't really having conversations they would have fun changing their faces and you know he would be able to communicate and connect that way um, even if they weren't having like proper decent conversations about what's going on and things
0: It was just wonderful to spend time with the Ellison family, their neighbors, their friends, and community, and really understand how the tiny seeds of ideas developed back in Europe impact ordinary people living their day-to-day lives on a tiny island in the middle of the ocean. I'm still smiling at the thought of their children playing with Snapchat filters and swapping photos with their grown-up uncle. Anyway, before we finish, I'll give the final word of the series to the Minister of Education of the Cook Islands, Mak Makora, in which he offers a brilliant overview of just how far-reaching better connectivity can have for all aspects of the community.
3: Internet will also assist us in the area of health, where we can afford to pay highly qualified doctors to go to the Outer Islands, but through internet, and through Zoom or face-to-face, we're able to get our nurses to talk directly with our doctors away so that our doctors can guide them uh, in, in how certain operations, certain, certain measures can be taken by our nurses in our island, or guided by our doctors. Not only, only here in Rarathong, probably in New Zealand and Australia as well. In terms of agriculture, uh, we, can, we can liaise with growers or with poultry or piggery farmers in the Outer Islands where we are able to supply hotels in terms of uh, production, delivery and uh, meeting customer satisfaction. And then we also have our offshore banking industry. But for us, after the experience with, the COVID, uh, with COVID hitting us, we need to diversify our economy and not rely solely on tourism. So the offshore banking financial industry is the only industry that we know that doesn't rely on tourism. And the only way we can resurrect it is through connectivity, good internet infrastructure to assist us to attract more uh, financial customers, clients to invest here in the Cook Islands. So there's an uh, overall back view of uh, how we would learn to capitalize on uh, internet connectivity here in the Cook Islands.
0: Our thanks to Mac, to Sam and Reniera, and all of the fantastic people we've met during our travels in Archu and Rarotonga. Our gratitude and appreciation to all the team at Vodafone Cook Islands for trusting during a decade-long partnership. May we learn and grow together for many, many more years to come. And also our thanks to you for listening to this wonderful five-part series exploring the Cook Islands as our new constellation O3B Empower comes to market. Coming up soon on Satellite Stories, we'll continue to explore island life in the Pacific Ocean by heading to the Galapagos Islands off the coast of Ecuador. In a special three-part series, we'll learn how better connectivity is providing economic benefits as traders begin to move away from cash to card payments and support a fruitful tourism industry. That's with the support of our partners and customers, CNT Ecuador. Until then, You can visit SES.com to find out more about what we do. Bye for now.